Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Now, as believers, we must understand this secret to victory. Have you ever met people who all the days of their life, or anytime you see them, they are always excited, full of joy, full of gladness, always happy? Have you met people like that? Someone who always exhibits the joy of the Lord, whether in good times or in bad times, that is who we should be. Verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will. It is something I will always do. A believer is one who is always full of joy and has learned the secrets of living a life of praise unto God. And so God's praise must continually be in our mouth. It must continually be in your mouth. If you want to have joy, if you want to walk in victory, if you want to be successful, you must continually speak, sing of the praise of God. Somebody say amen. amen. And so if you probably don't have joy, you haven't learned the valuable secrets of praising God. Why? Because our praise life is closely connected to our faith life. One who faiths is one who praises. Is somebody understanding me? Why? Because praise is an expression of faith. What is faith? As the Bible describes, our faith is the what? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so, when you praise for what you have not received, you activate your faith. Is somebody hearing me? The Bible says that we walk by what? And not by what? Sight. And so walking by faith is something that we are to do every day. Not just when we have needs. Not just when we are expecting God to do something. It should be our lifestyle. It should be something we live for. It should be something we do every day. We are not prompted to do it. It flows naturally. Why? Because it is our life. Amen. And so, as the scripture we, 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 we quoted, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, walking by faith and not by sight, we are to walk in the light of God's word, no matter what our circumstances may be. And so therefore, praise must and should become our lifestyle. Say to the person by you, say, praise has become my lifestyle. Now, a lot of believers don't fully understand the place praise holds in receiving answers to prayers. And so many times they pray and they fail to receive answers. Oftentimes it's not that they are missing it in their prayer life, but believing in their confession of God's word. When you believe in the confession of God's word, you praise him for it. The Bible speaking says his word shall not return to him what? 
void, but it shall accomplish the what? The purpose for which it was sent. So I will continue praising him even when he has not done it. Why? Because I know the reason why he sent that word, I must see the result of it. Is somebody hearing me? So I will not go without result. And so a lot of people, when they pray, they don't receive answers, not because they have prayed the wrong prayers, but because they are not praising on their prayers. Because they don't understand the secret to a victorious life. And the, that, that realm of victory comes only by praise to God. Why? Because prayer has to be mixed with faith and praise in order to produce results. How many of you have ever tasted a bland stew? When I mean a bland stew, it's just the tomatoes. Huh? Is it enjoyable? Even if you fry it, you don't put seasoning, you don't put nothing. Is it enjoyable? Would you comfortably eat it? What makes you enjoy that stew so well is because certain ingredients have gone into the, the preparation of that stew that even the aroma is interesting. There are sometimes you step into that kitchen and you're cooking. By perceiving the aroma alone, you know that this stew, the end result is going to be awesome. Is somebody with me? And so when you pray, when you mix it with the proper ingredients, you can tell that I'm going to receive results from this prayer. When you pray and you begin to praise and your faith is activated, you receive a peace on the inside knowing that this thing I have prayed for, it will produce results. And so what is praise? Praise is praising God, expressing gratitude to him. It is thanking him for what he has done, what he is doing, and what he will do. And so guess what? You don't have to see your answer with your physical eyes before you praise him. Someone called Paul and Silas crazy. How can you be praising in prison? They had not seen the prison doors open. They had not re received deliverance. But they were praising him for what he will do. So what does your praise do? It brings God to a place of I must fulfill what I have promised. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It brings God to a place of I must do what? What what? And so you don't have to see it with your physical eyes before you believe it. But if you will praise him because you believe he is working on your behalf. Doctor, when a patient is administered treatment, is given treatment, does the treatment kick in immediately? It must go through what? A process of time. That's why sometimes, even after they have administered uh, injectables, they follow it up with what? Orals. And you must follow the prescription. So many a times, we treat that ailment, we don't follow the prescription, we break the flow, 
sometimes once we feel good, it's gone. You know, you, you throw it aside. And then four weeks later, you begin to see symptoms of what you just treated. And you wonder to yourself, ah, but I just treated this thing now. Huh? Why is it coming back now? What you just did by not completing it is that you empowered that sickness more. True or false? When you praise, this is what you do. You follow through the process. Now, when we pray, we expect God to do it when? Huh? No, don't act like you are that spiritual. You expect God to do it when? So, Lord, give me the gift of patience when? Now. It is not going to happen. Because you must go through the process. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? It must go through the process. And so, in the process of waiting, giving thanks, praising him for what he will do, you already tell him, I'm willing to wait I'm willing to go through the process so that I can appreciate the result. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? The praise of Paul and Silas in jail was not, the result was not that day. They had been praising him before that time. And so when they got into that situation, it was not hard for Paul to initiate praise. Why? Because it had been delivering him. Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise is also expressed with enthusiasm and exuberance. You cannot give God a calm praise. How many of you know what a calm praise is? Some of us come in the church and we are so calm, so prim and proper. You don't want the wrinkles. You don't want the, 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 the gators and the marks on your shirt to go rough. Say, you know, I, it took me some time to iron this native. You know, I had to stash it and then, right? And so when everybody is dancing, the only thing on your mind is, I don't want to get rough. But we are expecting something huge, right? David cared less, even if it was only a, a loin cover on his waist. He did not care. When the daughter of Saul came to him, he said, how can a royal be dancing like this before common men? He says, I'm not praising, I'm, I'm, not, I'm praising the one who gave me the kingdom in the stead of your father. Your father was qualified. I was not qualified, but he gave it to me anyways. You are trying to give God a qualified praise and expecting an, an unqualified breakthrough. Say, I know God is going to break protocols for me, but you're not willing to even break a sweat for him. And so people are in worship. They are, they are, they are, they are all over the place before their master, and you are there looking at them. So what's wrong with this one? Is she okay? Why is she crying? She's crying so that we will see that she can cry. Make it even worse. After service, you go to them. Why, why were you crying during worship? What was going through your mind? It's none of your business. Many of us get carried away with, with what we're thinking and, and we forget that this God we serve and this God we worship, he deserves it all. Just imagine giving a child a new toy and especially when it is the toy that they've desired so much. How many of you, 
Where is the one place you want to visit? One place. Tell me one place you would like to visit. Huh? Huh? Canada. So, what about you? America. What about you? UK. Okay. UK, America, Canada. Now, you're believing God that God opened a door for me in this place. Let's say, where would you like to visit? Tell me one place. UK. And then you're, you're praying. And somehow someone sends you an invite. You just got a job in Canada. You just got a job in the US. You just got a job in the UK. How many of you know that the job is not the visa? The job is not the visa, but you are excited. Come on, somebody talk to me. The job is not the visa. The job is not the airplane ticket, but you are what? Excited. That, hey, I think I'm going there. And you begin to talk about it. Oh, we're blessed our soon move. And then you're praying some more and you go for the interview. Nobody goes to interview and want to hear, I'm sorry. Everybody goes to interview and they want to hear, come back for your visa. Come back in two days for your passport. Are you understanding me? And so somehow you're standing in front of this person and they are checking your documents and say, oh, okay, this is nice. Congratulations. Come back in two days for your visa. Please, sincerely, tell me what your reaction will be. Huh? What will your reaction be? You see, you see, it's the, the reaction is so good, you can't even explain it. How many of you know you will lose your appetite for a couple of hours? Huh? You'll lose your appetite for a couple of hours. Why? Because something you have been expecting finally has come. So when a child is expecting a toy, the minute you give that child that toy... He's so excited, he doesn't know when he begins to thank. He just says, thank you, mommy. Mommy, I love you. You're the best one. Even if you're not the best one in the world and, uh, and you beat light out of that child, you spank that child. But the minute you give him that which he has so desired, the excitement is all over the place. Jumping up and down. That is the same way we should act before God. Whether he has done it or not, we dance to him. Whether he has made a way or not, we dance to him. Whether he has opened doors or not, we dance to him. I don't know if somebody's hearing what I'm saying. I'm not in the new property yet, but I'm going to dance to him because I know I'm going in there. I'm not in the new job yet, but I'm going to praise him because I know I'm receiving my employment letter. I, I, I know my health is failing right now, but I'm going to praise him anyways because I know I'm receiving my healing. Come on, somebody. I, I, I know I don't have a job right now, but I'll praise him because a job has my name attached to it. 
Come on. Joseph was in prison. It was Saturday. Someone here under the sound of my voice, you are coming into his time. And his time is going to work for you. He least expected it. He wasn't hoping for it. But it didn't stop him from interpreting dreams. It didn't stop him from being a happy person. Some of us, just because the needs have not been met, we have become very unhappy. Just because you don't have money in your account, you say, I don't have joy. I tell you something, every day I share testimonies. Last night I went to bed, prayed, oh God, make provisions for this new center. This morning I woke up to a credit alert for the new center. Are you hearing me? Look, December 4th is going to be a reality. I'm not worried. I just came back from there a few, few minutes before service. Still a lot of work to do. But I'm happy. And this is the amazing thing about God. Many of us expect God to do it. Boom. Say, do it, Lord, do it and blow my mind. The Bible says, the prophet said, God is not in the wind. He's not in the loudness. But he is what? A still, small voice. So, Many of us have that perception that God should make the breakthrough big so that people that see it, they will marvel. Ah, when he does it small, small, it's sweeter. Because when he does it little by little, he leaves people to wonder, how is it happening? But it's happening. If it's big, everybody will know, okay, now God run for him. But when he does it little by little, they are left wondering, how manage? I don't know if somebody's hearing what I'm saying. <laughs> when there today, oh, they said, oh, we still need to do some roads, we still need to do this, we still need to do that. And I was just there smiling. I wasn't smiling because I was excited. I was smiling because I know God is going to make everything that's needed abound. <laughs> I was doing some calculations this morning. As of today, the money we have spent is running into close to two million that we didn't have. <laughs> close to two million that we didn't have, but we are paying it. The money is coming, we are paying it, the work is going on. By tomorrow, the stage is going to start. They start working on the stage. By Saturday, the doors are going to be fixed. By Saturday, the burglary proofs are going to be fixed. Come on. So I'm not worried. In fact, with so much pride, say we have Wednesday service here, we'll have Sunday service there. Somebody hear what I'm saying? Early hours of this morning, I woke up. I said, ah, let me go online and check the, the price of instruments. I was just laughing. Because I wasn't seeing the price in Naira. I was seeing it in dollars. I was just laughing. Ah! I was laughing. But at the end of the laugh, I said, well, God, you will make all grace abound. We cannot, we cannot start in shame. We cannot start and be shaky. 
when we started this, this you know, so moving in progress, we cannot be shaky. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? My praise has extended. In fact, it has increased. It has increased because I know God will make all grace abound. Let me tell you something. Never ever does a fish have money in the mouth. Have you ever seen a fish in the mouth with money in the mouth? All the scooby and tilapia you've been buying, all the catfish that you use for the soup, do you cut it and open the mouth and you see money inside? But when Jesus said, go, catch the fish, open the mouth, you will see money inside. That means he spoke money into that fish. I need it. It is not normal, so let it become abnormally available for me to use. He took the five loaves of bread and two fish. The Bible says he lifted it up and gave what? Because he needed it to be enough for everybody. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? We walk by faith and not by sight. Guess what? Prayer asks for things, but praise takes. When you want to give praise, don't pray, oh Lord, I thank you because you are going to do this for me. Lord, I thank you because you are you. When you say, Lord, I thank you because you're going to, you're already asking. You're already requesting. How many of you have ever been in this scenario where you see your dad, you say, ah, daddy, I hello. And he's looking at you like this, like, what's happening? You know why? Because that healing is a suspicious healing. Because he knows that it's because of something you need. That's why you are healing. On a normal day, you won't heal him like that. How about we just give him a, an abnormal healing on a normal day? That's just one day. Make it one week. Make it one month. Make it one year. Make it a lifestyle. It won't be hard for him to see your praise and recognize what do I need to do. This child is always praising me. I need to do something for him. What has been done for the man whom the king wishes to favor? Somebody shout amen. amen. Praise is an act of faith. Praise screams with gratitude. Praise screams with thanksgiving. Praise says, Father, thank you. For I have what you have promised me and I, I receive it. Even when you haven't seen it. So I'm seeing the drum sets. I'm seeing the lights. I'm seeing the chairs. About 500 chairs filled to capacity. I'm seeing the canopies outside for overflow. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. They say, oh, bad boys in the area. Bad boys, they will not like for happiness. I see them run. I see it. He is able to do all things. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Uh, I see it happening. So know this that a lack of praise to God is the only thing that will keep you from receiving the answers to your prayers. Beautiful analogy. What is Jollof rice? Huh? Talk to me. What is jollof rice? Rice what? So when the stew is absent, what is it? Can you be convinced that it is jollof rice? 
Huh? What makes jollof rice have the aroma that it has? It's not from the stew. When you pray, your prayer is just like white rice. White. Okay. It's cooked. It's edible. But the minute it's cooked with that sauce, allow to burn for a little while. You know there's a difference. So when the scripture says that the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. This is what he does. You know when you open that pot, after covering it with foil, you lift up the cover and lift up the foil. What's the first thing that hits you in the face? The aroma. Ah. This thing makes sense. That's what your praise does. When you pray and you praise, God takes off the cover and the first thing that hits him in his face is the aroma of your praise. And so when your praise hits him, whoo, he's motivated to do. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You cannot go to an Igbo man's party and not hold money to spray. It's abnormal. Because the man who is singing has already gauged you from afar. He has come with his empty box. And he must go back with that box full. So what does he do? And you are just in. The next thing, he calls you stylishly. Even gives you title you don't have. You are excited. You are tapping your feet. Now you are not even concentrating on the people you are talking to. You are concentrating where your name is being mentioned. Hear this. The next thing, you tap your friend. Say, oh guy, may we go dance. Now, the closer you come to where the band is, what does the singer do? He intensifies the healing. Because today, you must drop. So, the thing increases. Before you know, you're already doing this. And if your friends, who are your real friends, see you doing that, they will say, oh boy, when we join our guy. He only called for one. But others followed him. When you praise God, you take him from his seat to his place of performance. When Paul and Silas were praising in prison, what happened? They caused God to stand up from his throne. The Bible says that the heavens are his throne. The earth is what? He started to do some legwork. He didn't even know that while he was doing the legwork, the earth was shaking. Suddenly, there was an earthquake. So he put his leg down. Ah! Guess what? When they, they saw there was an earthquake, they didn't stop praising him. They intensified the praise. So the hotter the praise, the harder the manifestation. After that incident, fear not let them put them for prison again. Because they said this once. Don't, don't try to put them in. They have the capacity to break prison doors. Look at it. When Peter prayed, the church was praying for Peter. God sent an angel. God did not go by himself. Send angel. Go and, go and bring him out. But left the prison intact. But when Paul and Silas praised, God came by himself. 
<laughs> Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Invite God for manifestation. You have the secret to victory. It's with you. It belongs to you. Somebody say it belongs to me. The best time to praise God is not when he has answered your prayers. It's when it don't look like prayers are going to be answered. The best time to praise God is when the going is tough and you decide I will praise him anyhow. The best time to praise God is when nothing is functioning and you decide it will work for my good. Don't waver in your, in your confession. Praise him. Sincerely praise him. Wholeheartedly praise him. Don't wait till that money hits. You say, ah, today I will give thanksgiving. Let your thanksgiving be every day. Even when you are hungry, there's nothing to eat. Still thank him. Because today I was talking with my kids and I said, hey, you guys are going to eat this. They were like, no, daddy, we, we, we're not going to eat this. I said, why? I said, because we don't like it. I said, look at you. There are children who wish they can eat less than this. When I was not talking with them, we were like, oh, daddy, whatever you give us, we will eat. You know the reason why you are complaining? Because you have eyes to see that the problem exists. You know a blind man does not know that foil is scarce? Eh? Do you know that a madman does not know that food is expensive? Do you know that a madman does not know how much exchange is dollar to naira? He doesn't know. He's going to just come out and just exhibit his madness. Hey, it's fine. There's a madman I have observed. He will trek from inside GRE today. I saw him. He's always picking stones. Today he picks stones. Ring road, I saw him picking stones. For him, that's not even a long journey. But for you, they say, what can you say? Ah, come on now. You want to kill me? You know why? The reason why we accept that a challenge exists is because our mind has accepted that it exists. When Jesus came to the man at the pool of Bethesda, Jesus asked him a question. Will thou be made whole? He said, I have no man. Why? Because he has accepted that he has no man. But that was not the question. The question was, will thou be made whole? It was a yes or no. Many of us, our minds have tricked us to the idea that, hey, it's over. I'll praise him. I'll praise him. It didn't make sense to walk around Jericho. The Bible said Jericho was a what? A city. It was not a house. <laughs> Is somebody with me? It was not a building. It was a city. And the instruction was walk around it. Hey. It's just like now they say, God says, I'm going to give you Benin City. I'm going to give you Lagos, but you have to walk around it. Say, God, what's the meaning of that? <laughs> walk around what? Walk around the city. That means, wait, oh. Let's start from that ouchy side. You walk around. Come out from Sabo side. 
correct me if, if you know the geography. You now walk around like that. Be going. Be going. Go round. You've not gotten to a camera side, though. You are still going. God, it don't make sense now. <laughs> but the Bible says they obey the instruction. And on the last day, the instruction was shout. That means that you, when you walk around, it will tell on you. You will feel it. But if you can still gather some strength to shout. And the minute they began to shout, the Bible says the wall came down. Let me tell you the beauty of obeying instructions by God is that you solve the problem more than halfway before God even steps in. I say, when they walked around that city, they were, they were stepping on the foundations of the city. They were stepping on the protections of the city because they felt that their protection was in the wall. You say, no, we have a big wall. The wall is strong enough to withstand any pressure. Okay. But we will shout and praise. Then let God come down and see if the wall will still stand. If you're faced with a wall of limitation, walk around that wall, praising God. Visualize that wall in your mind and walk around it. Whew. You are facing the wall of sickness, walk around that wall. You are facing the wall of emotional imbalance, walk around that wall. Lord, I am walking around this wall in obedience to your word and praising some of us, you probably have been fighting battles and you're asking yourself, okay, when, when will I eventually stop fighting these battles? Walk around it. Stand on your feet tonight. Some of us who have been praying for our families, when will my family have headway? Walk around that challenge. 2 Corinthians 2.14. Quickly, put it on, please. 2 Corinthians 2.14. This left on me. Let's read it together. I want to go with a loud voice. You are not reading it as if you have strength. Let's read it together. I want to go. Uh huh. Uh huh. In only your office. In only your house. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. The challenges will come. But I thank God because I have triumphed. Always means every time you are faced with something, you must triumph. It doesn't matter what I face. I always triumph. You're sick in your body? I know I'll triumph this sickness. The doctors have said, oh, you have just a few days to live, blah, 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 blah. I know I'll triumph. Why? Because thanks be unto him who cursed me, who cursed me to always triumph. Lift your hands to heaven. 
Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Ah, palo telebroche ni madosi. I lift my hands, I lift my voice to worship you. and just praise him for about a minute. Hebrews 13 verse 15. The Bible says, By him therefore, let us... By Christ, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God. When? When everything is working for you, when everything is good for you, when everything is blessed for you, it says, offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So when you are faced with trials, 1 Peter 2.24, by his tribes have been made whole. I thank him because by his tribes have been made whole. Sickness ravaged in your body by his. You look at your account, there's nothing in there. No help coming from any place. Philippians 4.19 I know that God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. I'll praise him anyways. Why? Because I know he will do it. Are you ready to praise God for about two minutes? Are you sure you are ready? Are you sure you are ready? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. To worship you. To worship you. I lift my head. I lift my voice. To worship you. Yes. I lift my hand, I lift my voice to worship you, to worship you, 
the sins of me no way. Rose up to the Father. All that I know. We said, Go. All that I know. All that I know. We said, Go. I don't have to worry because it's working for me. Oh, can I I'm gonna dance and praise him no matter what comes my way. From the ages past, that is why your name is fallen. God is so big, his name is not seasonal. From the ages past. That is why your name is forevermore. It's forevermore. You've been faithful, Lord. You've been faithful, Lord. From the ages. season let your praise continually rise up to him let your praise be lifted up to heaven like never before because God is said to wow you that's the only way I can explain what God is said to do wow thank you father in Jesus mighty name we pray clap your hands and celebrate the faithfulness of God hallelujah take out a good offering this evening Lift up your offerings tonight.
Lift up your offerings this evening. Father, bless the seeds in the hands of your children. Bless the seeds in our hands tonight. And cause it to overflow. That even in this season of praise, we praise you in advance for financial open doors. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Drop that seed. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. touch my heart like you do I can search through all eternity Lord and find there is none like come on let's sing it there is none like you there is none like